Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning. God bless you. How's it going? Praise God. God is good today. Amen. If you're watching this, he's given you another day. For what? To serve him, do his will, give him glory, and share where possible the good news of Jesus Christ. I know you got other things to do. So do I. But amidst all of that, we got to remember the main reason we're alive today. He blessed us with another day. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Remember that chorus? For a while, every religious meeting in America began. This is the day. This is. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Come on, don't be depressed. If God is for us, why are you so depressed? If you die today, you're going to be in eternity with Jesus. How could you be sad about that? Come on. Think about his love. Think about his goodness. We're reading about these false prophets that Peter's warning about in Second Peter now 2, chapter 2, and he likens them. They have left the straight way, verse 15, and wandered off to follow the way of Balaam. The way of Balaam, this mysterious prophet in the book of Numbers in the Old Testament, who loved the wages of wickedness, but he was rebuked for his wrongdoing by a donkey, an animal without speech, who spoke with a human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. Madness. He's fighting against God. Now God calls madness. Why was he fighting against God? The king, as we learned yesterday of Moab, said, Balaam, I want to hire you. Lots of money. What's the job? Give me your job description. Here it is. Two words. Curse Israel. End. That's the easy job description. Big money. Just yeah. And he told them, I can't curse them. I God spoke to me. They're blessed. But the king of Moab kept coming back to him through emissaries and more directly. And for some reason, because Balaam knew that the money was in the background, maybe God will change his mind. Maybe I can curse them and make some money. It's all about money. So these false teachers are like that. It's all about money. In the end, it's all about money. Money and bad living. No matter how successful they seem, and no matter how much they mention Jesus, it's not the Jesus of the Bible. No matter what they say, the gospel, it's not the good news that Paul preached. And it, no matter what spirit they say is, is driving them, it's not the Holy Spirit. But did you know the story, how Balaam, how the story ended and why there was a curse on Balaam? And do you know how Balaam, when it died, when he died, it's mentioned in an obscure part of the Old Testament, and it gives the end of his story, which is really sad, but tragic for the people of God. So three times he tried to curse Israel, but God stopped him all three times, and he ended up blessing Israel. He began to prophesy. Read about it. He has some of the most amazing prophecies in the Old Testament, book and number, the middle of the book, I believe. Finally, the king of Moab says, get out of town. <laughs> I offer you money to curse Israel. Now you're blessing Israel. And he had kind of told him, I can only say what the Lord said. That's the way a prophet was, you know, in the Old Testament. A prophet, the last thing a prophet was doing was market research what you and I want to hear. Like, come this Sunday, we're going to 
tell us and give us your thoughts on what you'd like me, us to talk about in church. I'm your life coach. How about like how to get a raise on your job? If you like that, we'll talk about it. The word of God, no, it's too raw in places. In fact, it's like a two-edged sword. Who wants a two-edged sword in church? He never could curse Israel. He had to bless them. But you know what it says? Can you believe this? The way of Balaam is not just the way of twisting the word of God and your office to make a buck. But when it was all over, I don't know what money passed hands. The Bible never tells us. But you can be sure some money passed hands. Balaam, after he gets through prophesying blessing, much to the chagrin of the king of Moab, the Bible says that when it was all over, I'm imagining the scene, but this is what resulted. I can't curse them. They're blessed by God. You can't curse them. But you know what you can do? You can infiltrate them. True. How, the king of Moab said. And Balaam is looking, how big is that pouch of money? Here's what you do. Get your guys to go over with the Israel women and get your women to go over even better with the Israel men and let nature take its course. Send a pretty one. Because then when they mix together, sleep together, guess what? They'll be diluted and they'll even be drawn after worshiping the gods of Moab. And it worked. It worked to a degree. They infiltrated. They couldn't curse them. They couldn't beat them in battle. But infiltration. Oh, that's another thing. That's how it is with the church of Jesus Christ. What power does Satan have to like overcome us with some onslaught? No. Christ is the head of the church. But infiltration, it's warned against all throughout the Bible. So what happens is infiltration, dilution, compromise. Don't go by the Bible anymore because, look, she's my woman. And on Thursdays, I go worship Baal and, and all. Next thing you know, the whole thing has gone to pot. In the book of Revelation, Jesus gives a rebuke to people who have, why do you let these people in the church? Don't you know what they're going to do? Why do you tolerate that? And to others, he said, I know and I commend you. You, you test fal false teachers. You test that behavior. I know that's foreign to some of us, but we all know how that works. You can have the nicest cake mix, right? Right? Put a little cement in that baby and tell me how it tastes. Just a little cement, not a lot. Look, I don't want to be, you know, gross about it. This much of, you know, liquid cement. And mix it in with the flour. Tell me how the cake comes out. It's just a little. It's not like you're getting rid of all the flour. No. A little cement cements the whole cake. That's a new proverb. A little leaven leavens the whole loaf. So the false teachers are trying to bring infiltration. They can't curse the church. But what they can do is lead us away from the truth as it is in Jesus. See you tomorrow. Keep reading Second Peter. Thank you.